Welcome to the Two Point Culture Podcast. <laughs> all right. That's our intro. That's it. That's all I get from now on. <laughs> Y'all know the names. I'm Chase. Do we do that? <laughs> Why not, man? Yeah, let's have fun enough. Like we, we've been modest and humble in our intros. Let's fucking bring some energy, man. <laughs> oh, there we go, Zach. <laughs> Still ain't find, found a gunshot yet, though, but we'll get to that. You're bringing the energy today. Oh man, listen, I'm fired up. I've been listen. I had a long week. I need I need to uplift. <laughs> so we here. Um, Zach, how are you, brother? Feeling great. How's, how's Callie? Callie's good, man. She uh, I mean, she's a little bit of a princess. She had a little bit of a princess moment <laughs> at the vet, but she didn't like getting her nails cut. But all all good. Oh. <laughs> a little squeal. A little squeal. All right, Zach, we have some interesting topics. <laughs> Let's do this. As I went through our list, I think, you know, the intro of what we have is a unique one. Um, our top five rappers. We're going with our preferred rappers, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess our top five favorite rappers that we listen to, not top five overall or of all time, I should say. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> that That's going to be a long podcast if we have that. <laughs> and just before we get into that, I just want to give a quick shout out to the fans for reaching out. It's kind of cool. Like for this episode, we're going to be touching upon a lot of fan submitted topics and everything like that. Find out if Russell Westbrook likes avocado and toast. I'm going to say catch on that one. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's cool though. At least it just shows that we're really down to discuss different topics. So just keep sliding those questions or slide right into the DMS. Yeah, exactly. Slide right into those DMS. Whether it's does Russell Westbrook eat avocado toast or dream teams, we're all for it. We're going to get to the dream teams probably on a different podcast because there's a lot of names we have to go through. (laughs) Um, I could make a starting 15. (laughs) A starting 15. I could. I could. I can make three teams, like three lines worth. We're going to do just football though, right? Today? Uh, Yeah, we're going to go with the football one. And at the end of the podcast? Yeah, we'll save it for the end. So let's start with the rappers, man. Uh, yeah. Let's go five to one. Yeah. Do you want to start first? Yeah, sure. So just by this person's work ethic of what they did in the 2000s, um, I don't think I have more songs by an artist on my laptop or on my USB keys. So um, going with Lil Wayne, man. Oh. Remember, this is top five preferred artists, not top five artists ever before people start to kill us. Right. Zach, who's your number five? So growing up in the 2000s, you know, it really plays an impact on my list. As you said, I have a lot of memories attached to certain tracks from these five artists. Their lyrics have influenced me in different ways, too. My number five is actually pretty relatively, I guess you would say, newer than the rest of my list. I'm going with Kendrick Lamar. I like that. Damn. We're, we're also. <laughs> We'll we'll also get into um, you know what one day we should also try to talk about where do the new artists rank in the generations of amongst the old ones but table just, that or just even comparing like um, the different eras yeah the golden age versus the the come up yeah yeah we'll table that uh, number four we'll call, this, we'll call that episode two the middle child <laughs> yeah you just want to crown Cole <laughs> hey my number one found Cole <laughs> let's leave that at that. Uh, <laughs> Four, I've got respect to the dark man DMX. Nice. Zach, what do you got, man? Chicka chicka slim shady. 
and I would have had him higher, but kind of dropped down in my books a little bit. Plus, I think the three artists that I have ahead of him, they kind of shape me more as of like what I like to listen to. That's the other thing we'll discuss. When should artists stop rapping? But that's another episode. <laughs> that's actually a really good topic, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to, like I said, I've got, I've got energy today. I'm, I'm here. Like this. A little bit of the sour D's too. <laughs> Number three, if you know me, I've vouched for this MC for many, many, many years. Uh, I'm going with Button. Mr. Pump, pump, pump it up. Pump it up. That's a good one. Oh, uh, okay. I, I like I like Joe as the MC because I think he's overlooked in hip hop because he's deemed corny. But if you pay attention to what he says, the real ones will figure it out. I like Joe too. Plus, you, you can't deny what he's been doing afterwards too, right? Mm-hmm. With all the podcasting and everything like that. Yeah. That's a good choice. Uh, my number three, it's funny because I chose him at three. But you could also call him Mr. 3000. Andre 3000 is my number three. I love that. Outcast fan, man. That's well, the shit right there. Well, look at that because number two for me is Andre 3000. Oh. Yes, three stacks. Number two for me. I'm going with Hove. I, I like it and I understand it because I, I know what number one is now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Hove's I go with different. Hove. Hove's different. Hove's the only rapper that's his age and I want him to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> i always like the sounds that he comes out with he always and every album sounds a little different there's always a little bit of fine tuning there's or some throwback you know maybe he goes back a little bit too plus he also gets a couple more notches for me just because of that lincoln park collaboration as well you were a big lincoln park guy zach i was yeah okay okay that's yeah, fine yeah. that's okay i personally never nah sorry guys um that's no disrespect to them uh but yes i for number one i have hove what can you say man 50 years old still going the way he does still relevant still active still lyrically fit you know there's a lot that goes into this person as an an artist and i know he's doing major work outside of just music as a whole but um nah i got hove so number one shout out to hova so for my number one i'm going with a guy who Looks like a clown, has some tattoos on his face. I'm going with Takashi Sick. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was about to end this Zoom call. <laughs> I am taking over the pod from now on. <laughs> Zach will be screen read before we continue. No, go ahead, brother. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I'm going with a guy who's, I think, definitely deserves it. Number one spot, Notorious B.I.G. Biggie. Much respect, yes. Kick in the door, wait in the 4-4, man. Older brother and sister used to play his music in the house. I always loved the storytelling. Developed an infatuation for the life story and everything that's basically around it. Especially as a teen, the music just became a part of my life. I was always impressed by how popular he became as well, just off those two albums. So I got to go with B.I.G. And sucks to say this, but I would have loved to see where his career would have transitioned going forward if, he, if the inevitable didn't happen. It, it's crazy to really think that about Big, his legacy, what he's done, and we consider him this great and we really only have two albums. Like, yeah. it's it's insane. Yeah. and the, I like that how, though. Shout out to Big. Absolutely. Shout out to Big. 
this you know the no free shout outs that doesn't apply here for this no guy. no him and I'll hope get that. free shout outs every single day <laughs> <laughs> those are my top five listeners like throw in your top five we'd like to hear them too maybe or even argue if you have ones that you think shouldn't be in our top five go for it let's hear it listen for all the people that are going to come against button right now you don't want that smoke <laughs> i thought it was interesting that neither of us had tupac we'll get into that discussion as well listen not tupac shakur is one of the greatest rappers ever but he wasn't the greatest rapper let's just leave it at that <laughs> i let's share just, your he, like share he's the same he's one a one b with big mm-hmm and that's where that conversation stops. And that's where they deserve to be. Because even so, like, no, I'm not going any further than this. That's it. Yeah. No, I'm just, I was just a little shocked. And the other guy too, that I was surprised was not on a list was Nas. I'm a whole fan. Thank you. That's what I'm, I wanted I'm, to hear. I'm, I'm a whole fan. That's what I want to no, hear. I'm sorry, Ether. We'll talk, we'll talk about that too. When Ether was, because that Ether instrumental is not, Yeah. There's a lot of things to Nas's ear, but that ether instrumental was not the one to go. Um, yeah, so that's what we got, boys and girls. Those are the top five rappers. Solid list. Solid list. You, you, yours might upset mine though. I, I know, but listen, X on an anthem song. <laughs> yeah, but just different eras too of growing up and very true and listening to the music. Like if you would have asked this conversation if we would have done this conversation maybe 10 years ago your, your list probably would have held x, up x would still be there button wouldn't have been there uh wayne wouldn't have been there yet hove would have been there yeah yeah no the more i think about it maybe even um styles p would have been man. on that list <laughs> 10 years ago 2011 wayne was oh that's true some- actually that's true that's true wayne had some fire yeah wayne would still be there button would had just been under the cut because of the product that of music that was accessible at the time wasn't that much there's one guy too that was on my cusp and he was really i almost put him in who's I'm the sixth man lupe fiasco i like that pick i like i, that I think pick. he's really underrated he is and he can rap for hours see like lupe and royce are two different mcs man Again, you can also see that I went with a lot of storytellers too. I did. Uh, very, very punctual rappers. Yeah, they're storytellers. Uh, besides Hove, I, like, listen, three, there's not yeah. a better story than three sides to a story by Button. But all right, enough Button fan, fandom here. I'm off. I'm out. I'm out. I like it. We jumping into the shits? <laughs> yeah, let's jump into this NFL stuff right now. So... A fan of ours wanted us to talk about the Arizona Cardinals. We know who you are, sir. Shouts to you. That's about that. <laughs> shout out, Finley. <laughs> no free shout outs. No free shout outs. There's a tax on that. Um, Arizona Cardinals. All right. So yeah, let's touch on the Cardinals. Let's touch on their draft outlook. And then let's go from there to the season outlook. Okay. You want me to start this off here? Absolutely. So... They only have two picks in the first three rounds. They're picking at 16 and 49. Okay. You'd say team needs are probably corner, interior, offensive line, tight end, running back, defensive end, wide receiver can kind of make an argument for. In my mind, upgrading the cornerback position is a must. I expect them to at least use one of the picks, either in the first round or the second round, on a corner. 
I'm there with you. I'll even yeah. put it, I'll put a name on it who, who probably falls to them. Caleb Barley. Exactly what I was going with. He's just I mean, been cleared medically to play for the season. Mm-hmm. Obviously his draft stock is not probably going to take him out of the top 12 also because of the positional needs, but no, I think uh, Caleb Farley is the name that goes there. Yeah. Or I, oh, I expect certain the second to be gone by yeah. their pick Uh horn could be there. I don't think so, but I don't know. So then it kind of comes down to Farley versus Newsom. And I just think Farley has more upside. On that I one. also have a different perspective too, where they trade back true and they get Asante Samuel jr. Oh, okay. That's a good one. I think um, that you think will, Asante Samuel will be in the second round though. I think if he's in the second round, he's one of the first people to go in the second round. Like he doesn't, I don't think he falls to 40. I'll say this though. If for example, they decide that corners too strong and they can maybe get a guy who could, I guess, fill in or fill the job at 49 offensive line, uh, Aaliyah Vera Tucker, the guard from USC. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a really solid ad for them too. It's not a sexy pick, but at six foot four, 315 pounds, that's a day one starter who can play guard and tackle. So that, that would help them too. It would also help protect Kyler. Well, especially against the divisions that they're going to play going into this season. Exactly. I looked it up really quick. They play the NFC North, the AFC South. I mean, you guys are going to be gunning for them. The Titans D line is going to be gunning for them. Whatever Jacksonville looks like now is going to be gunning for them. Um, exactly. The Texans so, are the Texans. So we're just going to leave them there. Yeah, you know, just and then forget play, about those Texans. And then they play the Cowboys and the Panthers. Those defenses are nothing to joke around with either. The Panthers secondary probably needs a little bit more attention, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, they did re-up on A.J. Bouye, so that's one guy to help out with that possible three-headed monster of Hopkins, Green, and Fitz. For sure. I'll just say this, though. I would advise against going offensive linemen in the first 16 if I was the Cardinals just because right. I think there's a more of a glaring need on the corner position this draft has a lot of depth at the guard position so you could probably grab somebody respectable at 40 at 49 uh, very true plus like you spoke about earlier Dan Arnold's gone he signed with Carolina mm-hmm. um, they do need to address that tight end position a little bit more because it's looking scarce I know Maxwell's still there He's an okay, but they need a, a serious pass-catching tight end. If they had more picks, I would have said they were a good candidate to trade up and try to get Kyle Pitts. Yeah, and then that would have been a nightmare. Yeah, but just because of the lack of picks in the first three rounds, I highly doubt they do that. They'll probably address the tight end position maybe in rounds like four or five, you know, late, the later rounds, basically. Last point, though, I'd like to make, I know they just added – James Connors, and they have Edwards, Chase Edwards. Correct. Edmonds. Oh, sorry. Edmonds. My bad. Chase Edmonds. Uh, but I can see them grabbing a running back in the late rounds as well. They're going to be... Take, yep. Chubba Hubbard from Oklahoma Ooh, State. Ooh, I like that. It's a great fit for them. Yeah. Cards, you have your work cut out for you in the season. You have to play Nick Bosa, who's back healthy <laughs> twice right. a year. You might be facing Trey Lance. Or Justin Fields. Or, yeah. Or, or Big Mac. We don't know. But, Justin Fields. Uh, yeah, Justin Fields. <laughs> he, he's going to smoke <laughs> their boots. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, Russell Wilson speaks for himself, but you guys getting J.J. Watt just reassures pressure on him through those two games. You guys had, but 
the rest of your team, I mean, I mean, the rest of the opponents through your season, man, they're nothing to play with. So get excited. We're going to see the best of Kyler Murray. They've definitely stocked him up with enough weapons to perform. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what the Arizona Cardinals do. Exactly. I think Kyler's their key to success this season. It's pretty apparent. He improved a lot between his rookie season and his la- oh, sophomore season, which was last year. Right. His passing rating went from 874 to a 94.3. I'd like to see him kind of continue to take the next step and try to get into that next tier of elite quarterbacks. One way of doing that, he's going to have to watch the turnovers and be a more consistent passer. Just remind me of one thing. Was it last year they added DeAndre Hopkins or was it the year before? It was last year. They set that boy up for success at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> they, Philly, take note. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but he had, I mean, I think against the Eagles too, right? There was periods during that game where he looked like he was struggling a little bit, throwing the ball down down the field. It was only after he started using his legs, yeah. that's when he got going. Opened up the defense a little bit more because that makes the secondary pause, right? Um, you're absolutely correct. Kyler is very promising. If he would have had Kyle Pitts, that would be the bigger threat than Atlanta having Kyle Pitts, even though, exactly. You know, I don't know. Those receiving cores are stupid. <laughs> yeah. And he's got yeah. really good weapons around him too. Yeah. He's built. I mean, he's Hawkins, bi- Green, Kirk, Edmonds. Uh, if Connor. Fitz comes back. Yeah. Just, just his presence. Like yeah. Arizona, the best of luck to you. And just make sure you keep Aaron Donald away from Kyler Murray and you guys will be okay. <laughs> Pretty much. Defensive side of the ball too. They've, they've improved quite a bit. Uh, the only thing that I haven't figured out for them is the Isaiah Simmons pick. Right. I understand it based on where, why they drafted him at taking the best player off the board, but based off of position of need, it kind of made me question it a little bit mm-hmm. because he's going to be what Mika Parsons is essentially. True. Right. It just, they needed something else. Not actually, you know what? Never mind. Because I was going to say they don't need like the Swiss. Wow. I'm losing the Swiss word. army. Exactly. This was army knife. But yeah, it was a little head scratchy. But you know what? I'm optimistic for them, despite the fact that Matthew Stafford might torch them. (laughs) Do you think this is the most competitive division in football? Most competitive? No. No. Really? I think it's the AFC North this year. I really do. I think Baltimore has lost a lot that they need to re-account for. The Steelers have to approach things through the draft. So, yeah, they're going to take running back and probably a cor- address their corner position. And the Browns are making the Browns all the, Browns. the right moves <laughs> two years in a row. That Jadavian Clowney signing is mind-boggling, the fact that they're going to pair him with um, Miles Garrett. And then on the back end, they have John Johnson with the, in the secondary with Denzel Ward. Yep. So, uh, yeah, see, I was... Thinking back to episode one with the Mims Ward mix up. Um, Shout out. Yeah, I see. Um, but yeah, no, I really think it's the AFC North. I think that's probably, I think that entire division is going to be a dogfight. I'm going to, I'm going to say no. I think that this division's a lot better, to be honest. I, again, I don't think that Baltimore did much and Pittsburgh lost guys on defense. So I'm not expecting that defense to be as good as it was last year. Plus, you got an aging quarterback in Ben coming back. Running back position's kind of a big question mark. Ugh, this division's tough, man. I find Arizona got better. 
I find the Seahawks maybe got a little bit worse, but the Rams and the Niners should be better too. That's true too. Actually, I didn't take into consideration what the Niners are going to look like. I just, I don't know. I don't know. The Niners, see, everybody's focusing on that quarterback position, but if you look at the depth the rest around of the that team, quarterback position, yeah. yeah, it's a good team, yeah. The rest of that team is deep, a healthy Debo and Brandon Ayuk together. Like, yeah, they're going to shake shit. <laughs> yeah. Add Kittle into that mix, plus that O-line with Alex Mack being added. That's a good team, man. Lost some leadership, though, on the back end. No Sherman. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know what? There's still He might still go back. The Saints are in play. The Seahawks are in play. So it's a very interesting market for Richard Sherman. Uh, the Raiders were in play too, I saw, I think. I know the Colts sniffed around too. I think that book is closed now that TJ Carey just signed. Yeah, exactly. One year? Yeah. Yeah, they're running it back. They brought everybody back and they are, and they added Marvin Tell back who didn't play last year. Might be an underrated ad. I like that though for y'all. A very good ad. Solid. I like that for y'all. It's a lot of good depth, especially at the nickel position. Makes sense. Um, so Aaron Donald, for those of you who don't know, had charges pressed against him for assault and battery. <laughs> Zach, why don't you tell me about what you thought happened when you read the story? And I'll tell you about what I thought happened when I read the story. <laughs> Mine's not going to be as interesting because I like to, before making a comment, when I see a story like this, I always reserve judgment and wait till there's more evidence before rushing to Twitter and saying my thoughts out loud. Absolutely. So when I first saw this, my first reaction was, okay, what provoked Aaron to do that? And I also thought it was a little bit weird considering every person in the media who's talked about Aaron Donald has said positive things about him and said yeah. how nice nicest guy, guy in the is. world. Eh? Right. So for him to flip like that was just a bit weird for me in that area in Pittsburgh, right? Keep your head on a swivel because there's always something popping off after hours. Right. Here's what I thought had happened. <laughs> I thought Aaron Donald was in the club and he just decided your girl is my girl now. <laughs> <laughs> and someone took that the wrong way and thought they could square up with him. <laughs> and then I read the statement where homie said, yo, I threw a bottle. And I just don't know who it hit. And then I was like, that's a suicide mission too. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Guy and then the, vid- the dead terrorists on and, there. Yeah, exactly. And then the video came out and I was like, oh, he just broke up the fight. Like, but, and I was like, boy, you know how bad you got to get beat to have the eyebrow beat off you? Like, I thought this was bad. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I look surprised for the rest of his life. Man. <laughs> just on one side of his face. But uh, no, as we as we quickly saw when the video came out, Aaron Donald was not, in fact, harming this man. <laughs> oh, man. But that's a <laughs> that, I thought that was going to be the precursor for the season. Like, I ain't playing with none of y'all this year. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like I was saying, thankfully, there was video evidence to set this straight. Props to Aaron Donald, who probably saved the guy's life from getting his face kicked in. I mean, he came in and pushed those guys away. If... How many people in that bar do you think would have taken to pull Aaron Donald off of that guy? A lot. <laughs> Staff and all. Depends how drunk he was too. Imagine the more like drunk and loose and like loosey goosey oh, he was feeling. I am not, listen, 
drunk Aaron Donald and crackheads are probably the two things you shouldn't try to fight in this world. <laughs> it would be a, like a live WWE event, just body slams. If that building was about to be demoed, they don't have to pay anybody because Aaron Donald would have taken care of it. <laughs> it would have been like a live cage match. In a building. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Imagine being stuck in a cage with that guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, uh, tap out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> How many three? <laughs> like, yeah. no, no, I wouldn't. No, you couldn't pay me. Definitely not. You couldn't pay me. Well, you could pay me. Well, well, there's a dollar figure for everything. But <laughs> <laughs> How long I got to last? My, pick up my bar tab. <laughs> How long I got to last? 30 seconds? <laughs> run. Just run. <laughs> run and scale the cage as quick as possible. <laughs> That guy's pushing over 300 pound linemen, and we thought he was undersized. <laughs> <laughs> All right, NBA time. Yeah, let's get into it. That's going to hit close to home for you because we're going to go right to that West. The Denver Nuggets lost <laughs> Jamal Murray on Thursday or Friday last week. He's down for the season. Is that confirmed yet? Yeah. Okay. As- ACL? Yeah. yeah. ACL in the left knee going for a layup. That's terrible, man. You know me, I'm a very big Derrick Rose fan. So when I always see that, that hurts a little bit more because that's like takes you right back there. This is going to hurt them a lot. Um, as much as we hate to see this happen to teams, uh, Zach, I think you might have a little bit of a grin out of you know your personal bias for that yellow and gold, for that yellow and purple over there. On a personal bias, yes, obviously. I mean, sitting in the fourth, spot right now the nuggets you got the you got ad and and uh lebron coming back for the lakers so they're going to be breathing down their necks plus you got the clippers and the suns who have four more wins that are up in front of the nuggets it's going to be a dog fight for the nuggets this is going to be tough i don't know well i do know that austin rivers won't uh replace the the impact that jamal murray makes on defense or on offense but it's a helping piece nonetheless none the least where do you think that this brings them to now where do you think they'll be seated at this point as they head into the playoffs i think they're gonna fall a little bit obviously um it's kind of funny though because they've played two games since the injury and they've they've actually blown out both teams they blew out the heat and then they blew out the rockets all right but my, minus the um, minus the Rockets, <laughs> we, can talk, we can talk about the Heat. I was waiting for that. We can talk about the Heat. Sorry, Houston. No. Like I said, I hope you guys get it together. But y'all are paying for the sins of the Astros. Um, with so they're gonna drop down. Yep. Um, obviously, your Lakers will be on the rise. Also to watch. So we know that the Utah Jazz are going to suffer a little bit in the West as well with Donovan Mitchell leaving that game with that ankle injury mm-hmm. this opens this door right back up to you and the clippers especially with you guys potentially getting healthy at the right time for sure one player though i'm gonna keep an eye on i think he's gonna step up in a big time as michael porter jr last two games since murray got hurt 25 points in the win 21 points against uh the rockets i'm looking for him to continue keeping that consistency level for the next I guess, well, until the end of the season. I was going to say, it's going to be very telling with, um, especially the addition of Aaron Gordon now, what they can actually do with, wow, Jamal Murray missing in action, I should say. 
I know, obviously, it's not the same player, not the same position at all. It's just the impact on the court, and that's another threat for defenses to watch out for. If the Nuggets still keep this clicking and this energy against teams that are better than the Houston Rockets currently... (laughs) Yeah, no, this could be very telling. This could be interesting to see what's actually on the rise and maybe what deeper positions they need to address with the draft date just being announced at, oh no, not the draft date, free agency being announced on August 2nd and people being able to start signing uh, to teams on August 6th. One thing to watch out for is uh, Nikola Jokic's play. Right now, the guy's been an MVP candidate if they continue to have success the way they have been, I, I can pretty much guarantee that he'll be the MVP. Yeah, no. Um, Jokic is very underrated, which is crazy in itself to say. Damn, I wish he yep. would have ended up with us instead of Denver. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, no, don't worry, guys. I live in my bias. I'm always going to say something when I think, when I think a player should have gone somewhere else. <laughs> but Listen, if Austin Rivers can even bring 75% of what uh, Jamal Murray brought to the court as a threat to open up Jokic, they should be okay. For sure. It's kind of funny, though, because it seems that both MVP candidates that are leading right now, their success will be measured, I should say, against Rivers, both Rivers. (laughs) Like here, we got Austin Rivers on one side, and then we got Doc on the other side. Uh, If him and Joel get it right. Listen, I miss Doc Rivers. I like I like I Doc for yeah. Philly. I like Doc for Philly, but I miss Doc Rivers, man. That was the dude. Mm-hmm. I like the Doc move too, but like that team on paper, they're just really solid. Like I, I get that Embiid's the heartbeat for that team, but let's say we remove Embiid. Where do you think that team is? <laughs> well, we are in the East still, so probably still exactly. like still like I still fourth, think they're fourth or fifth. Not much lower than that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you remove Jokic from Denver. That's a bigger loss. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know. Uh, when you see, like, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to call the Sixers a, a superstar team or any, like a, a big three or anything like that, but they do have a lot better players. Absolutely. Overall than I would say Denver does. Their their depthy and their range. You know what was their what hurts them the most? The player that hurts them the most leaving since I think it was last. Yeah, it was last free agency. I think they really missed the production of JJ Redick. Yep, I agree. And they tried to repeat that with Danny. With Danny yeah, with Green. Danny Green, but that didn't work out. They didn't watch the tape of Danny Green from Toronto, I guess, or from. How did you feel about Danny Green as a Laker? <laughs> Not very good, I'll tell you that, especially in the playoffs. It was scary at times, but he did find a way to get it done every now and then. It just wasn't as often as we expected it to. The consistency is missing the most. Thank God Caruso was there. What that's you know what? Here's a fun talk question for this. When are we gonna see Alex Caruso in a dunk competition? I don't think ever. He's he's the one. I don't he's think the, ever. He, I think he's already he's, passed it off. He's he's, he's the all one, eh? Time. Like he's the one who should be there. <laughs> That hairline should definitely be in there. <laughs> Him and Braun were competing. He would bring that the was, energy. That, that was Braun's hand-me-down hairline. <laughs> Braun's got to hook him up. He's got to tell him who he goes to see to get his, his hair done. No, you don't shop from Black Owen, so no, I'm kidding. I'm playing AO. I don't know that for a fact. 
Oh, <laughs> bang bang! <laughs> Zach with the gunshots. <laughs> no, but uh, again, back to the Nuggets. I expect them to make the playoffs. Still, I don't think they're going to fall out miraculously or anything like that. They're still a good team, but it's going to be a tough year this year for them to duplicate the success they had last year. Absolutely. I'm um, expecting a one and out for them, like out in the first round. So if they finish six, who do you think they play? Or seventh even? They get the Clippers. Oh, geez. Oh, no. No, it's a rough day. It's a rough day for them. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm right there with you. A one and out. Like, Jamal Murray right. was huge for them last year. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's that's a huge – yeah. that's You can't really just replicate that. I don't know who – I don't know who they look to grab. I don't know what they look to do, but positionally they don't. They're missing something. I, I won't say it's a write-off year, but I, I guess it's a year that you can kind of evaluate your depth and going into next season, try to make the moves that you need to make to push yourselves over the hook. Of course, it's going to give them that marketing to look at what they do need, um, which is convenient for them because they actually have an idea now since mm-hmm. we're aware that free agency starts August 2nd and as of August 6th, players can officially sign with teams. Right. That's going to be a good one. Won't be as many big players, but there's going to be a lot of depth. Absolutely. Speaking of big players, do we uh, congratulate him now? Yeah, let's do it. He deserves it. Lamarcus Aldridge, call it a career. Congratulations, buddy. Uh, yeah. Zach, what are your your thoughts of Lamarcus Aldridge? One of the most underappreciated players, probably of the twenties, twenty tens, I guess you'd say. It sucks that he had to go out this way, but I mean, I respect the man and I respect that he's putting his life and his family first. The stars just never seem to really align for the guy during his career. He's had a successful one, but it just didn't, honestly, it just didn't work. I mean, in 2006, in the draft, actually, Bosch was advocating him to go to the Raptors and, you know, they ended up choosing Bargnani over him. You know, I was going to ask you that as a question to see if you remembered who the first overall pick was of that draft. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would have made Can more sense. I don't, I don't know why the Raptors were so infatuated with the European players then. Like, I understand the I don't know. of it. To be that sold, to overlook Lamarcus Aldridge for Andrea Bargnani? I, I don't know. I, that was... Yeah. Different regime, though, thankfully. They should have just traded back and gotten more picks if they were going to waste it like that. Sorry, Andrea, you were trash for us. Um, <laughs> yeah, yo, I'll oh, say it. I'll say it. Shout he out Italy. Garbage. <laughs> he was bad. Kobe served him. Yeah, he was bad. Him and Arujo. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what happened to that individual. Who was our coach then? <laughs> Sam, Sam Mitchell or no, we had somebody before. What was uh was it Jay? It might have been Jay. I think it was oh. Jay. <laughs> yeah. Not a great look. Listen, LaMarcus. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge, I blame you for the reason Damian Lillard will never get help in Port- Portland. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Man, um, you really went hard. <laughs> I was trying to focus on all the positives. <laughs> no, we're going to keep it real here. LaMarcus Aldridge, you clearly were not supposed to be the inherent to the power forward position after Tim Duncan. If we got to be real about LaMarcus Aldridge, 
I respect LaMarcus Aldridge as a basketball player and for what he has accomplished. But right. I, th- I think Portland would look entirely different now if LaMarcus Aldridge would have stayed with Dame. And that's why Portland has Dame's loyalty forever. Because he's like, I'm never going to do that to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, stars just never aligned for him. I mean, the Bulls took him at number two. And then that was originally the Knicks pick. He could have been a Bull or a Nick. Instead, and then he went to the Blazers. that pick gets traded during the draft to Portland. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he goes to the Blazers. They have success, but just injuries either hurt him or his running mates, right? Like Odin, uh, Brandon Roy, yeah. um, Lillard. They were it's, cursed, it's man. And it was champ- me. Yeah. Yeah, they were always dashed. Their, their playoff chances were always killed. I often think about what we would have seen out of Brandon Roy's career if he would have stayed healthy, man. Oh, me too. He was electrifying. Yeah, that was a different player. He he didn't belong in that generation. <laughs> he didn't, though. He really didn't. So 2015, in his free agent year, pissed off that Lillard's now the guy, right? So he goes and joins up with Pop and the Spurs, who just won a championship a couple of years ago. Right. And once again, like, stars don't align. Kawhi gets hurt. There goes that t- that quest. That gets halted. All For the Nets, though, I think they'll be okay. Yeah, no, I don't see this stifling them. I don't. I didn't really see Lamarcus Aldridge being added as anything more than insurance. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I think the Nets yeah, will be fine. Just... Um, all seriousness, though, yeah. Lamarcus, celebrate your career. You've had a 15 year run, buddy. Um, you know, you wish it would have gone a little bit different for your sake. As do we. We don't want to see players often not when anything we kind of champion the players on this side but no um hell of a career man congratulations and enjoy retirement oh man this got me depressed i gotta get the energy back up congrats to him in a sense it was kind of fitting that you know it was an injury that forced him out through everything that's happened to him but i mean at least he didn't have to make that decision of when should i walk away it was like i need to right also huge that you know, he got to retire. The fans didn't, like, people didn't retire him. He wasn't the last one to find out at least, so. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? He's gotten more than enough money that he could settle down and have a great 100%. life with his kids. Shout out to Aldridge. If, if he wants to stay quiet, he could stay right there in San Antonio. So, yeah. A ring if they win. I would think. I don't think Pop is that kind of bitter because if they if they win, Pop is going to be like you were a part of this. No, not Pop. It's uh, Brooklyn. Oh, oh, right. I don't know why I thought the Spurs would be in this conversation. Steve. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, Steve, Steve, <laughs> Steve would do it. Steve would. Steve's Steve a stand-up guy. Steve understands what it's like to finish career without a ring. Okay, I know that's a subtle <laughs> shot at the Lakers here. <laughs> you caught that one. No, uh, no, I caught that one. <laughs> okay, y'all were supposed to do it Ray together. Allen was better in Miami. That's you shut your <laughs> horse mouth. <laughs> uh, Don't ever say that again. Uh, I'll fight Ray Allen. <laughs> I won't, but <laughs> for the sake of the pod. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, uh, 
retirements and Hall of Fame inductions. Yeah. MJ representing Kobe at the Hall of Fame. Thoughts on that? Um, it's the one person that should do it. It's there's only one other person besides MJ that would make sense, and that's Shaq. That's yeah. my opinion. But like, no, it makes sense. But even that at it's that, Mike. I think MJ is the right choice on that one. Absolutely. Um, you know, if you want a carbon cut out of Mike, you look at Kobe. There's videos of him studying Mike and learning how to learn what Mike did on the court, just as even a rookie, just to take the time to ask him the questions and want to learn and learn that work ethic. It's really sad to see, to think that we won't have those moments that have been touched upon by Shaq, where it's like, you know, we'll never see the, I got one ring without you. You got one ring without me and Mm -hmm. all those things back and forth. But uh, no, as I, I think Mike is the one that makes the most sense. I mean, it's going to suck not hearing some of the stories that he probably has or he could have told, right, in that speech. I'll do say this, though. That presence, that Kobe presence is still felt throughout the league right now. Right. I mean, look at the two, look at these two players. I'm going to give you two players right now that are in key positions for awards this year. Right. Julius Randle for yep. Most Improved and Jordan Clarkson for Six Man. Yeah. Both guys have said Kobe made a huge impact when they were in LA, they, they influenced their careers. And it's kind of nice to see his presence is still felt. We'll say that. Um, did you catch the clip of, I believe it was the net during the Nets uh, Knicks game when they were talking about Julius Randall and his work ethic? No. So Julius ran to a gym to get a workout in after the team landed. Mm-hmm. And you know, high school agreed. The janitor let him, let him in. And so all of the Nets players actually showed up to this. Or no, sorry. All, a lot of the Nets okay. players showed up to this, I should say. And the okay. janitor looked at Julius and was like, this is something that's really great to see. He's like, I haven't seen this since Kobe. Oh, shit. So, yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah. That's just the power of the influence and I was like, wow, that's astounding. Damn, Kobe. Yeah, man. It's a that tough one, one. That one still hurts but, to talk about. Yeah, it's always an awkward subject. When I saw yeah. it come up on our list, I was like, oof. Also, I'm, I don't know where you stand on this. You probably advocate for this because you already have somebody being the NBA logo, but I think Kobe Bryant should be the NBA logo. And Jerry West said he doesn't care about it. So They should update it every couple of years too. Right. Logo's been there for a while now. Yeah, you can go 15, 20 before you change it. And if, especially if you're doing it off of a player, why not? Exactly. Why not stay current with the times? I also understand the business uh, behind it. <laughs> imagine all those jerseys you'd have to change and you'd yeah. have to halt production just to switch that too. Yeah. It, it, there is a bit of a business side to that aspect, but I mean, you can make your money up some way. There's always ways around it. Absolutely right. Um, it's a player's league. This that, that could go through. LeBron's got to be the one who advocates for that though. <laughs> yeah. You know, speaking of Kobe and Mike, I think we should get into the dream team. The dream team? I think we should have as much fun with this as I had talking about Aaron Donald, though. <laughs> okay, go for it. Um, basically, Mike was getting his ass beat in Chicago <laughs> and said, you can't come play with us. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> Why Isaiah do that? <laughs> 
There was no chance that that guy was making that team. Mike said, nah, Charles Barkley said, no magic was like, I'll snuff him. No, nobody, nobody wanted him. Pippen was like, hell no. It's really funny to think that there was a person wanted more than Christian, less than Christian Leitner on the roster. (laughs) Side note, T's and P's to uh, Pippen, lost his son. Oh no, I didn't know that. Um, Condolences. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Oh no. Don't know the details, but he lost his son. I just got a breaking news on that. Oh Jesus! Wait, so, wait shout out was, that one. Was, was it the kid that was in college? Scotty. Oh no, that's terrible. Antron. It was for Ant- it was Antron Pippen. That's terrible. Yeah, he was an accomplished uh, high school player in Georgia, and played college basketball at South Georgia Tech and Texas A&M International. Oh Jesus! Um, thoughts and prayers with the whole Pippen family. I can't imagine what you guys are going through right now. All due respect to them. Do maybe we just leave the, the dream team alone? Yeah, maybe we should just maybe just the leave them alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Catch your fate time, or do you want to do the other dream team? We can, however you want to go. You can flip a coin for it. Whatever you want to do, man. Let's do catch your fade. Okay, go for it, Zach. Slime language two came out last week. How do you feel about Thugger and the family? <laughs> You heard my top five. You know I nowhere near this album. <laughs> it's a catch for me. I've vibed to it a couple of times, but I don't think it's going to be something that's going to be memorable and stick with me for the rest of my life. It's a catch, but it's kind of by default. There's just a lack of albums dropping right now. There hasn't been too many big artists popping off or just like tracks popping off right now. Fair it's enough. a weird time and... I think this one kind of gets pushed through because it's something new. You know what I mean? I hear you. Um, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't hear it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got I got tangled up with the defense. Whatever you want to type, call this. Um, listen, I'm I'm not a Thugger fan, guys. I'll be blatantly honest. It's not disrespect to him. It's just I'm not a young Thug fan, and that's what it is. Does that? Sorry, I can't get into him and Gunna <laughs> like. No, it's just not for me. Um, or I haven't been introduced to the right scenario and vibes to get into to hear Thugger. So yeah, um, I'm going to say I was tangled up with the defense and defer. <laughs> uh, okay, next one. All right. Will the Celtics finish the season with a better record than the Hawks or the Knicks? That's a definite catch. <laughs> that's a definite catch. The Celtics are going to, yes, that's a catch. The Celtics are going to do, are going to rectify this in, get themselves right into the second seed before it's all said and done. That's my hot take. Get me that gunshot. Yeah. I'm not that optimistic. I'm still going to say it's a catch, (laughs) but (laughs) um, Celtics have one of the easier schedules coming up. They play the Timberwolves, Magic, OKC, Cleveland, and twice the Bulls, all those games, losing records. So we're going right into the playoffs on a hot streak. Well, not in a row. Those games are spaced out, but yes, you guys should. You guys should have a winning record. We'll say that. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna finish better than the Knicks and the Hawks. That's that's for sure. Um, I still doubt the Hawks. I don't know. Well, I do know how they're gonna make the playoffs because okay. The how about this question: Hawks or Knicks? Who finishes higher? 
Knicks. That's what I think too. Yep. Knicks. I think I think the Knicks are good. I think they're better. I, than I do people too. Are giving them credit for. I do too. I like and listen. I like Julius Randle. I thought that the Lakers letting him go, even though I understood it was had to be done because what were you going to do with Julius and LeBron? Right. So I get it, but yeah, no, that's a player that even if New Orleans should have looked to keep, but then there was Julius and Zion. So it's just a positional thing. So Julius is going to come out with that chip on his shoulder now. And now that he's in New York, that's probably the best place for him to be. Um. So what do you got the Celtics? Yeah, and so what do I have the Celtics? Yeah. Is that a catch or fade over him? You got him fourth? I like that. I'm okay with that. Two to four seed on the right. I, I'm fourth. I don't see them passing the Sixers, the Nets, or the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. The only reason I think I have them maybe over the Nets is the health standard conditions of things right now. That's the only reason. I don't know. I'm waiting for Steve to suit up. I'm also waiting for Steve. Yeah, like you, I'm waiting for Steve to say, okay, it's the playoffs. Now you guys all go play together. Well, I'm, I'm waiting for him to go in. He's going to bring the jersey back? I think I think Steve's just <laughs> – dude, he's going to just come out one – they're going to be down at halftime. He's going to take <laughs> the – halftime, look at me. He's going to be down <laughs> – yeah. You're going to take the Lakers be down goal. going into the half. He's going to come out wearing a Nets jersey. Place is going to explode. He's going to take the Lakers gold and purple and just dip he it into a black out, kind of thing. He comes out, has this like Bill Murray moment in Space Jam and goes off. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, comparing Steve to Bill Murray is part of my bias. That's what I think is going to happen. <laughs> Steve might be out there looking like Bob Cousy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Bill Murray's way of playing basketball fits the Brooklyn Nets. They, they just don't play defense. The Steve Nash, like, that's it. Steve Nash fitting of defense. <laughs> uh. Oh, man. Listen, we got to put respect on Steve's name. He's a two-time MVP. <laughs> I love Steve. Actually, he's up there for one of my favorite players. Hold up. Is Steve in your top two dream teams? <laughs> so starting line and bench. Is he on your bench even? No. Okay. Okay. He'd be on my bench if anything. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying like, you got to think of your point guard position, right? So, but that's another. That's why. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's a lot of names to go through there. Choosing between Mike, AI, and Kobe is going to be crazy. Oh, absolutely. Last one, Nike Air Force One, USPS, United States Postal Service. Catch or fade for these shoes? Fade. Just because. Yeah, fade for me. (laughs) Just because. (laughs) But that's where that ends for me. It's a gimmick. Actually, I was going to say, I want to hear what you say to this because... If our points align here, that's why. So I'm going to say fade on this one. I thought it was a pretty hypocritical approach considering the little Nas X shoes Nike made a big fuss about. Thank you. And then Nike's doing the exact same thing that they did for those shoes to the United States Postal Service by using their logo and their color scheme. You can't have both ways. It's us. The worst part is they're going to sell these. They're going to make a bunch of money off of them. And whatever they make out of it, they'll just pay it off in court. Yeah. (laughs) Their stocks have already taken care of this. So they're not worried. 
whatever the settlement is, we'll take it. We'll take the hit. We'll still sell the shoe. Exactly. The aftermarket for these shoes, very hot right now. I haven't checked it out. You've been on your stock X watch? No, I was listening to a sneakerhead and he basically stated that he's like, they're projecting to be through the roof this year. It's Nike though. So that doesn't really surprise me. They're like one of the most untouchable brands for what this could be. Let's get into this. I have one stipulation for this, for this, for this top five of the football positions. Yes. So, so, so for everybody to know, we're going to talk about five players that we would have on our starting lineup. We're going to go quarterback, wide receiver, wide receiver, running back and tight end. Right. We can't have the same lineup at all. Okay. So I don't know if you want to flip a coin to see who goes first. Actually, you'll go first. I'll allow that. Um, so I have my lineup and yeah, yeah. Zach, okay. with the first overall pick, who are you going with? Oh, easy from Tennessee. Oh, no, really? the university. <laughs> Peyton Manning. You're going Colts. Peyton Manning? Oh, wow. Good. We're not going to line up at all. But I didn't go all the time. I went with current just as a heads up. Oh, um, you went current. I went okay. current. I can go. I thought all we were going time. all time. Oh, we could do all time, actually. Well, you know okay. What? So this is the way I looked at it. I approached it as I wanted to go with people that I actually saw in my era of watching okay. football. So since 2004 till now. Okay. So and that's then, why I have Peyton going number one. Okay. So with that in mind, I'm going to switch it to all time. Okay. I'm still going Patrick Mahomes. Okay. I like that. <laughs> Listen, Mike Vick is my favorite quarterback. Patty Mahomes is something different. So yeah, Patty Mahomes is where we're going. I gotta go Peyton just because of it's my favorite player of all time. And I know you you're biased. You live in your you're bias. biased. Exactly. So pardon my bias, but no, don't pardon my bias. There we go. See, I like that. That's the and, you know, it's just too many memories. I've been through the highs and lows with that player, and I unfortunately have to watch him play in another jersey. I do like Peyton Since Manning. I got the first pick, um, since I got the first pick, you went second. You should go third. Um, All-time wide receiver. This is going to be highly debated about where this person sits. Um, his in- Hall of Fame induction. Actually, you know what? Yeah, his Hall of Fame induction took a while. Um he gave me a birthday shout out without wishing me a happy oh. birthday. So Terrell Owens. Oh, you stole mine. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Hey, man. <laughs> Never shy to make an impact either on or Get your off popcorn field. ready. <laughs> exactly. Excuse me, sir. Uh, trying to stay in shape. <laughs> okay. So I'll go, I'll go receiver. I'm going to go with Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. Side note, favorite Fitz moment sticks out to me. 2016 playoffs, Cards and Packers, game tied, uh, 2020 apiece in OT. Cards can win if they score a touchdown. That Palmer, play, that play is crazy. Yeah, that Palmer play is just crazy. <laughs> scrambling around, spins out, goes right, throws opposite side, fits 75 yards, stiff arm and all, and then he gets stopped at the five. Um, they call a run, yeah. and it ends up being a pitch to Fitz. Yeah, he scores. That was, uh, that was insane. Uh, I'm gonna go with Fitz on this one. I like that pick. That's that's a very underrated pick. Um, yeah. So, once again, Zach, the floor is still yours. Who you got? Uh, okay. Well, you stole my Terrell Owens, <laughs> so 
I'm going to go at receiver. I'm going to go with, oh, this is going to suck to say this. Oh, this is bad. Yo, who hurt you? <laughs> Just because this player has hurt me in the past. Who hurt you? <laughs> He's also known for mooning people. I'm going to go oh, Randy Moss. I like that. Yeah, I'll go Randy on this one. I like that. Mr. Reliable. Listen. Always came up with a big catch. Took over a game. I, I love the way Randy played. I can't get to it. <laughs> exactly. Um, so much like you, uh, I like, you've been able to tell I'm mixing up the old with, with the new, uh, I'm staying in the Vikings like you, but I'm going with Justin Jefferson, man. Oh, I like that. I like what I saw out of him. He's a young Randy Moss. If I had to say it, man. Uh, yeah, JJ, let's do it. He should be here with us, But I like Rager too, so shout out to Rager. Um, yeah, no, Justin Jefferson, that's my pick. So we're running it back with yeah, the running right back. back. Um, you know, I went through this running back list for a bit, and I really thought about it. Um, I'm going with AK Alvin Kamara. Okay. I don't really think I need to talk about how much of a weapon he has been in the course of his career. We saw what he did with 75% of his MCL, and we've seen what he can do with 100, especially when he scored six tugs in the same game on Christmas. Um, yeah, I got Alvin Kamara, number six, uh, at my running back position. Hit, it, hit, hit us with it. Hit us with it. I went with the best, one of the best running backs of all time. I went with LT. I like that. Yeah. Ladanian, baby. 2006 season stands out to me. 28 rushing touchdowns. I got to go with, I got to go with Tomlinson on this one. I do like that. So here we are. It's the last pick of the draft. <laughs> Tight end. Yeah. So you have Patty. Yeah. I'll take his weapon. I'll take Kelsey. Thank God. I was, I was scared. <laughs> I'll take Kelsey on this one. I was scared for a minute, and I'll explain why, but go ahead. Uh, no, I just I like the reliability of Kelsey. I think when it's all said and done, he might be the, one of the best tight ends of all time. Fair enough. Well, you know, it's a good thing because we thought Chiefs and we were on the same track, but, you know, this player also went down in the dirty, dirty in the South. I'm going with Tony G. <laughs> uh, I'm going with I Tony G, me. man. Tony Gonzalez, that's a mean boy off that block. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, that's the top five, homie. Ah, that's a good list. I respect yours too, man. Um, that Randy, Randy and To together, I couldn't let you have that. <laughs> Actually, no, I had I. So I had To and and yeah, Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, but uh, I had to call that audible on for Randy Moss. There, <laughs> I got a I got a man on the inside. Callie's been sending me your notes. Uh, <laughs> If I was to go right now, though, let's go current players. Okay. Top five for me. Okay. I'd go quarterback. I'd probably go Russell Wilson. Okay. Running back. Uh, it pains me to say this, but I have to go Derrick Henry. Yeah, but that's respectable too. Like, Just because we, it's, of, it's understandable why. <laughs> but not only that, I, I like that a guy that physical has been able to maintain that and, and, and keep that momentum in this league for this long. Um. Tight end, Kelsey. Yeah. And then for my wide receivers, I'm going to go DK. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I really like what I saw there. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, for last my last receiver, Tyreek. Yeah. I'm a huge Tyreek Hill fan. I'm going to switch my pick because one of my wide receivers was Tyreek Hill. Okay. Um, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to use the speedsters that I wanted in this one. So we're going with somebody else who's very, very difficult to match up with. We're going to stay in the NFC North. I'm going with Devontae Adams. Beautiful. And the only other one I believe I have to change is my tight end. I'll go with George. You took Travis, so I'll go with Kittle, man. Um, I don't really need to speak much about him. As long as he stays healthy, he can be absolute destruction for it on a defense. Would you still consider Gronk up there? Yeah, it's kind of hard not to, though. Because yeah. he just... I like look he came out of retirement he went into a new system he didn't complain about anything he still dominated he showed himself as a blocker it wasn't about the perception it's just what he did on the field of play so yeah he's still up there definitely um and this is from genie bus oh kobe to the clippers was possible oh lakers owner admitted that kobe loved challenges and guiding clippers to the title met the criteria of difficulty. Oh. So, sorry, Clippers fans. Y'all come up short again. And again. And again. <laughs> and again. And again. You got to look to the... Pu- hey, if you want to know what's going to happen in the future, you just got to look to the past. And <laughs> it hasn't been bright. <laughs> Zach, uh, is that it for us, buddy? Are we out of here? For sure. Are you going to watch that versus battle tomorrow? Yeah, man. For sure, man. For cheesy, too many want to be hard, be easy, baby. There we go, Mr. Methba. All right. On behalf of Two Point Culture Podcast, we are out of here. Follow us on socials. Thank you for listening. We out. Peace.